0: Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 5,382 and a half. I always figure if I can get away with the least amount of work possible, that's good with me.
1: This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Harvey Petroder. Harvey, are you buckled in and ready for a fun ride? I ain't buckled up. I'm sitting in a chair by the kitchen door next to the barn. Harvey Petroder is a resident of Algoma, Mississippi, a town of only 590 people. Last year, Harvey entered the Algoma, Mississippi Lions Club annual charity giveaway, and is now the proud owner of the grand prize, a Bugatti Veyron. We're going to talk about Harvey's experiences with the Veyron, as well as his life and times, his experiences, and some of the jobs he's held from welder to hay baler. So Harvey, I've told our listeners a little bit about you. Would you just take a brief moment to talk about your experiences with the entry, the drawing, and the giveaway of that Bugatti Veyron? Well, sure. I enter uh,
0: you know, them contests about every year. They sometimes give away things like uh, tool kits, some of them Craftsman wrenches, stuff like that. This year was kind of a big deal. Say they were giving away a car, and it was a, a Bugatti Veyron or something like that. I wasn't sure. So, I look at this car and uh, it looked a little different than uh, than cars I've seen in the past.
1: Yes, the Bugatti Veyron definitely has a distinctive look.
0: Distinctive, yeah. It kind of looks like a pig that ran face first into the back of a truck. <laughs> I thought it was the ugliest thing I ever
1: did see, so I sold it. You sold the Bugatti? Oh, what were you thinking?
0: Well, I told you, I, I was thinking it's ugly. <laughs> Yeah, I got 10000 bucks for
1: from Pete down the street. You know, he owns that uh, little film station down there. Yes, Pete has been a past guest on Cars Yeah, and so has his sister. She's been a past guest on Cars Yeah. And in fact, I think his uncle has been a past guest here on Cars Yeah. And if I remember correctly, his son, daughter, and grandmother have been guests here on Cars Yeah.
0: Yeah, anyway, well, for 10000 bucks, I thought that was a pretty good deal. I jumped at that faster than a mackerel after a Mosquito. It was cash on the barrel head, you know.
1: Yeah, that kind of reminds me of $10,000 I spent one time on a a Mustang. It was a GT350 clone. And i I tell you, I couldn't go to a gas station or a 7-Eleven or a Costco or a Nordstrom's or a Walmart or a Kmart or, or anywhere without people just crowding around that car asking about it. And I'd tell them. You know, this is a clone, but it's a nice car. That was a great conversation piece. I'll never forget that car. That car was beautiful. It was a really fun car to drive. And I remember I paid $10,000 for it. And, and then uh, before you know it, I sold it for way more than that. But that was a great car. People used to crowd around it and talk about it every time I, every time I went anywhere. Uh-huh. As we continue our journey, I always like to ask my guests for a, a success quote or a mantra. Uh this is something that, uh, that that you live by or aspire to and it's I find it's a good way to get the inspirational tires turning so Harvey take the wheel
0: well, yeah, well what I was uh, thought was that you know if I can get away with working the least amount possible uh that would make uh, make make sense to me cuz I figure if you work too hard uh you know you're going to wear out those heartbeats you only got so many so I think you know a Passion's fine, but you don't want to wear yourself out. I like I like less work and less sweat.
1: Tell our listeners how you've incorporated that into your life. Well, I just think people get
0: all excited about passion, but trying to make a living by doing what you love seems kind of
1: stupid to me. You understand?
0: I just didn't do the easiest thing possible, which is really
1: not to work at all. Okay, Harvey. What I'd like to do now is is uh, take a look at some of the roads you've driven down and and uh, talk about a big challenge or maybe a great failure you've faced. But but more importantly, tell us how you overcame that situation and and what it taught you.
0: Well, well, I think my biggest challenge was probably back in about the third grade. You know, I came from a farming community, and I was in third grade. Sorry sorry about that. And uh, so I – excuse me, I had a little bit of trouble there with the microphone. I'm not good with these – and I was in third grade, and I thought that maybe uh, them multiplication tables would be something I'd be good at. But, I, you know, I, I struggled with them. I tried to multiply that, you know, like three by five. That always got me. What's three times five? So I think probably my biggest challenge was that uh, third grade. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, you said, what was that other thing? What, what did you learn from that experience? Well, what I learned was that I hated school. So I dropped out about midway through fourth grade and, and I uh, started mowing lawns for a living, and that's uh, about the first time I ever saw a motor. You know.
1: Yeah, you know, it's funny how things that we experience when we're young really do affect our thoughts and our appreciation for things like cars and motorcycles. I remember uh, there's a there's an old black and white picture of me, and my dad used to have an old MGTC, and there's a picture of me sitting on his knee in the in the cabin of that car. I mean, I was in diapers and I remember he used to drive me around and I was, gosh, I was pretty young back then, probably about 10 or 11 years old. What I want to do now is shift gears and go to the other end of the spectrum to what I like to call a career aha moment. It's that time when the headlights came on to illuminate your way and tell us the steps you took to turn your aha moment into a success.
0: Uh, well, yeah, I guess that'd be uh, Panera. Yes,
1: the Pantera. Now that's a great car. It's a perfect blend of Italian beauty and Ford V8 power. I'd, I'd like to give a shout out to one of my friends, Chris, longtime sponsor of the show. He he has a Pantera. Of course, it's uh, full of rust, and he's dumping all kinds of money in it. And it turns out that it's way more expensive than he thought. And he actually hasn't had it for a while because of that. But I'm sure I'm sure he's smiling right now.
0: Uh, I said. Panera, not not Pantera.
1: Oh, okay. What, what about uh, Panera?
0: I was sitting in a, a Panera, and I was going to get their uh, French onion. You know, I kind of like that international stuff. And and all of a sudden, I see something drive up, and I'm looking through the window. It's a, it's a car, and it's kind of a nice-looking rig. I like it. And I went out, and I said to the guy, what is this? And he said it was a Fairmount. A uh, Ford Fairmount. It was kind of that yellow mustard color and had a, one of them vinyl tops glued onto it. It was a slightly different color mustard.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, that sounds interesting.
0: Well, that was interesting because mm-hmm. I was having mustard, you know, on my sandwich. It was going with my soup, and I thought... I think that that was a neat car, and I think that's probably my, my aha moment.
1: Well, let's take a minute now. I'm sure that through your uh, rather varied uh, career path, with some of the odd jobs you've had, that you must have had a, a proudest moment. Did you? Have a, what's, what's your? We're to nail it down. What's your proudest moment
0: you can think of? Well, my proudest moment. I got two. I got two proud moments. One of them. Uh, one of them was where I had uh, got this neighbor, and uh, he collects uh, he collects these Corvettes. You know, they're, they're uh, them them uh, Chevys and uh i one time saw an ad in the paper and what happened was this woman she'd gone through a divorce and her hubby took off but she got this car as part of the deal now she didn't know what she had it was like a 63 chevy as i watch out that's how she advertised it 63 chevy
1: uh-huh 63 chevy sure some of those can be valuable
0: well this was turned out i went over there and it was actually a uh core corvettes and uh, i looked at it and it's kind of Kind of a weird uh, rod through the back window, so you can't really see out of it. And she was asking, uh, I think, thousand bucks. She looked it up on that Kelly thing, and Kelly Blue Book said a '63 Chevy, you know, thousand fifteen hundred bucks. So she had it price for a thousand dollar for quick sale. And I looked at it, and it looked kind of dusty; I hadn't been driven in a few months or whatever. Anyway, and I, I took a few, few notes, and I went over to my neighbor, and I told him, I said, uh, this woman's got a got this old Chevy Corvette, and it's got this thing in the back window so you can't see out of it, and she's asking a thousand bucks. And Then my neighbor gets all excited, starts jumping around like he's got a bee's nest in his crotch, and he says, you got to buy that thing. That's worth a whole lot of money, and, and I'll buy it from you if you want. And so I thought, well, it was a good way to make a few bucks. So I went over to that lady, and I told her. I said, listen, this has got dust on. It's got a thing in the back window I can't see out of. I'll give you 750 bucks right now, cash. And she took it, and now I went over to my neighbor, and I'd be darned if he don't pay me $8,000. He said something about it being a tanker, and I thought, tanker? This ain't a tanker. I was about 14 wheels too few to be a tanker, but he, uh, he got all excited about it. I made a bundle on that deal, and I went back and told that lady, what i did and she started crying and i thought that was pretty funny i made a big uh, bundle of dough on that one the other other proud moment well what did did you give her any of the extra profit? no why would i do that it was my money anyway my other proud moment was uh i I found out i knew knew a little bit more about cars than some other people i was down the block and i was looking for some extra work you know i've been kind of out of work off and on for a while my fourth wife she keeps telling me that i I need to get uh, get a little bit more career orientated, is what she said. You know, she says that uh, you know lazy
1: men take
0: the most pains. That's what she says. That's a little saying.
1: Yeah, you know that reminds me. I have a saying as well, and I this is something that, that that was said by Anton Senna. Now, Anton Senna is a very famous racing car driver, tragically lost in a race. But he said he said that I only look forward. I never look in the rearview mirror because everything in the past is just data and even though the past is just data and i only look forward i do have to remember that those who forget the past are condemned to repeat it Now that seems like kind of a long quote but i love that quote i love it so much that i had it tattooed on my left butt cheek
0: yeah well that's uh, real exciting let me tell you about mother proud moment i was i was talking down the block i see a guy and he and he knock on the door because he was out in in uh, the yard a few times seeing him doing yard work and i thought i could maybe get in on that i knock on the door and say hey uh, I'm looking for a little bit extra extra work. You got anything I could do for you? And he says, well, yeah, I guess you could paint that porch out back. And he gave me this bucket of yellow paint and a big paintbrush. So I went back and took care of it, came back to the front, knocked on the door, he comes back, he says, that was pretty fast. How would you get that thing painted so fast? And I said, it wasn't that big of a deal. And I laughed. And here's the part that's funny. I said to him, you know, you know Mr. Big Shot, you, you you, want me to go back there and paint your porch? Well, that ain't no porch. That's a Mercedes back there. <laughs> Boy, he turned kind of white on that one because I knew he knew I knew more
1: about cars than he did. You know, it's funny you mentioned Porsche because I, you know, when I was, oh, gosh, a few years younger than I am today, my son Brake, and I took a trip across the United States in an old Porsche. We drove from Newark, New Jersey to Canada and back about four times, and he would, uh, you know, he wasn't real happy about it because the car didn't have a roof and it was rainy, and in Canada, the temperatures dropped to about negative 14, but... That was a, a memory that, you know, you, you have these memories with your family and they're the sort of things that you never, never forget. Speaking of memories, let's talk about your first special car. Do you have a car that stands out in your memory? Maybe your first car or, or one that was just extra special for you? Uh,
0: let me think about that for a minute. Uh, I'm not sure if I ever really thought of a car being special. I was. Uh, I was what? ranch i told you it's on the chicken coop back where it was just kind of dig around for it, you find her. sorry about that that was my my other brother harvey uh like i said i don't really have any kind of special cars uh i always figure a car was kind of a you know get from a to b kind of a thing and uh i had a I had a Vega one time, a Chevy Vega.
1: Oh yeah, I remember those. They had the aluminum blocks that always messed up.
0: Yeah, well, this this kind of messed up too.
1: But it was I liked it because it was kind of orange, I liked orange in cars. Yeah, you know, it's interesting you say that because I have an orange Porsche 930 in my garage, and I've always loved that car. It's a, a 930. It goes fast, and and I like to drive it around sometimes. And that, that that orange color is pretty good. So I guess we see things the same. Uh,
0: yeah, I guess so.
1: How about a car you've let go? Is there a car in your past that you really wish you'd held on to and sorry that you let it go? A uh, car
0: I let go? Was I supposed to know these questions in advance? I, I guess maybe I should have studied them, them notes you, you sent me. I didn't really look at it. But a car I let go, uh, I don't... Think I really miss any cars? I, they're kind of a utility to me. They kind of go from A to B, and I've never had a lot of, I've never had a lot of passion around cars or anything like that. You know, I mean, uh, they're, uh you know, they they they're kind of good to have because you got to haul hay around sometimes, and you know, once in, once in a while do something like that. But I, uh, I don't, I don't think I'd really, I don't think I'd really say that at all. Well,
1: you know, I I think just hearing you say that, I got to tell you that I think. I think that uh, I think you found the secret sauce to life.
0: The secret sauce. you I mean, like in them cheeseburgers McDonald's used to say it.
1: Let's talk about today and tomorrow. What are you working on that really has you fired up? I'll tell you what gets
0: me fired up. Them revenues came out last night and busted up our still again. I told my brother to get that thing covered up with the tarp, you know, so them government jokers couldn't find it. He gives me some darn full excuse, and I told him, don't you pee down my back and tell him it's raining. Don't you let your bulldog mouth overload your hummingbird butt. When I lose shine like that, it gets me real fired up. I'm more fired up than the deer coated and dropped in a nest of army ants. I'm madder than a March hair. I'm so peo'd I feel like I could just fall out of my pants. I'm about to have a dying duck fit. I'm madder than to a puffed toad. I told my brother Harvey I'd knock his teeth so far down his throat, he'd spit them out single file. I was as mad as a three-legged dog trying to bury a turd on an icy pond. So, yeah, that fired me up. Now,
1: Harvey, I want to ask you a question. If if you were a car, what kind of car would Harvey Petroder be? Now, this isn't, this isn't what you'd want to be. This isn't the car you'd dream of being. This is how you perceive yourself. What about you relates to a car? So, it's not the kind of car you want to be. It's how you actually see yourself.
0: Oh, uh, well... I guess if I were a car, what I'd want to be, I'd want to be one of them really fast racing cars from Indianapolis. That's what I'd want to be. I want to be a, you know, I want to be a really, really cool, fast kind of car. That's what I want to be.
1: Well, Harvey, now we're entering the last lap, and you know what that means. It's time to put the pedal to the metal. But before we do, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah! sponsors.
2: Hey, car fans, what's the worst thing for the interior of your car? No, it's not that milkshake your kid spilled on the seat. No, it's not the red wine your oldest son spilled on the back. No, it's not the barbecue sauce that leaked out of the cheeseburger you were eating when you were trying to drive. No, it's not the dog pee from your German Shepherd. No, it's not the vomit from when your aunt got car sick. No, it's not the remnants from the baby's leaky diaper. No, it's the chance your neighbors are going to tow it away because it's such a blight on the neighborhood, that big piece of junk parked in front of your house. I've used Covercraft, car covers, to cover my pieces of junk for years, and I recommend them to you too. Covercraft. It'll protect your car from your neighbor's prying eyes. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, why not blow it on more collector cars? Chris Kimball does exactly that. He's an investor that knows how to make a small fortune. Just start with a large one and buy collector cars. Chris Kimball, Dial him at 253-722-7526 and find out how little your cars are worth. Hi, this is Mark Green, and I'd like to tell you how to get your product or service into the ears of many listeners. Just put them on the end of Q-Tips, and I can help you do it. Just email me at carsyad.com and I'll show you how to clean your ears with your own products.
1: Okay, Harvey, we're back, and we're entering the last lap, and you know what that means. I'm going to ask some questions, and you give me some quick blips of the throttle answers. Here we go. What's the best advice you've ever received?
0: Don't ever get married. I think my fourth wife told me that.
1: Well, it's interesting, you know, because I married up. I got to tell you, when I married my wife, she was so much smarter than me and more talented and more attractive and everything. I just really married up. I had to say that because that's just important. Harvey, would you share one of your personal habits that's made you successful over the years? Uh, well, yeah, like I said, I think basically you know, I want to do the least amount
0: of work possible uh, for the most amount of pay. I think that's probably, yeah, just just work less. Forget about the passion stuff, you know, doing your dreams and all that kind of stuff. So that never works. Just get out there and, you know, try to get a job where you don't have to do
1: much. You don't have to think much.
0: And you just get your paycheck, go home and buy some beer.
1: Now, how about a resource? There's a lot of resources out there, but maybe our listeners can benefit from one of the ones that you use.
0: Well, years ago, I bought a set of these Encyclopedia Britannicas. And I gotta tell you, it takes a little while to turn the pages, but I think that them uh, are some of the best resources I ever found. I can't pronounce some of the words, but the ones I do know, uh, they they help me out a lot.
1: Now, if you could have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry living or deceased who would it be hands down it'd be raquel welch raquel welch what does she have to do with the automotive industry
0: are you kidding me (laughs) she turns my crank she sure gets my motor running if you know what i mean (laughs) she could press my starter anytime uh me and her on an island i'd be groomed like a possum eating a sweet tater
1: what hey harvey this is a family show Besides, you and Raquel Welch, that's what I call unobtainium. Besides those encyclopedias, is there a book that you can recommend to our listeners?
0: Uh, Well, I don't read a whole lot. Like I said, them encyclopedias are probably the the best. I'll tell you, there is a book I like, and that's Popular Mechanics. Uh, That'd be the one I'd think, Popular Mechanics. I'd recommend that book.
1: As a reminder, listeners, I'll have all the um, books Harvey mentioned on the resources page. Okay, Harvey. Now we're up to the checkered flag. Now this last question is a real doozy. If you could have only one car, one collector car, it doesn't matter what it is or how much it costs, which car would it be? Well, I think there's like two of them I'd want to get. I think that
0: little uh, uh, there's a thing called a Peel Trident, and that's a pretty nice car. Uh, the
1: Peel Trident be one of them, or
0: uh, like I said, probably a Chevy Vega, because I always liked that. Well,
1: now I've had over five thousand guests, and they've all had to pick one car, so I can't let you get away with that. So Harvey, which car is it going to be, the Peel or the Vega? Well, uh, it's kind i i want two of them. I like two. No, I'm sorry, Harvey. You can't—you uh, can't
0: do it. Yes, I can. I'm the guest. I can do whatever I want to. No, Harvey, you need to pick one
1: of those cars. Uh, sorry, Mark. I'm going to do both of them, and you can't stop me. Well. Okay, we'll just have the uh, Vega Peel for you, and uh, you're the first guest that's gotten away with it, and uh, I guess that's just the way we're going to have to leave it. That's really going to break the bank. off to bring out the big checkbook, you know, the one with the two supermodels holding it up for the camera. Well, Harvey, you've taken me on uh, a... An- awesome ride today and i've enjoyed your stories and i really want to thank you for sharing your journey with me and the cars yeah listeners can you offer us one parting piece of advice before you rip off down the highway in that peel p50 i guess i'd say uh, to always remember that people
0: pretty much always let you down i mean if everything's coming your way you're in the wrong lane for example if rabbits feet are so lucky what happened to the rabbit you know (laughs) your listeners need to keep in mind that there's no use beating a dead horse but That can't hurt nothing, neither. As far as advice, I guess I'd just say excuses are like backsides. Everybody's got
1: one, and they all stink. Well, listeners, you can find everything Harvey shared with us on his show note page. Just put Harvey Petroder in the search engine, and you'll be able to see all these great resources and books that he's recommended, including Popular Mechanics. Harvey, thanks for being so generous this afternoon with your time, and until we talk again, I'll see you down the road. Well, I'm sure glad that's over with i'm sorry harvey we're still here uh just wanted to say thank you again Uh, oh yeah thank you thank you too what's every auto enthusiast's dream to build and design their own garage my friends at metron garage will be glad to send you several two by fours a bucket of nails and a big hammer you'll enjoy building your own garage and you can make it up as you go along metron garage for all the metroids that like garages thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at cars yeah drive on over to cars to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun download your free copy of filler up a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts download your copy today and we'll see you next time on cars yeah Hey, Carjia yeah listeners! This is Mark Green. Thanks for listening to today's show. I hope this April Fool's show gave you a little smile. Many thanks to uh, Chris Kimball for recording the show. What a fantastic job! And my cousin Hal for, of course, playing Petroder. Thanks, guys. Have a great day.